Ricardo. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat. So good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Everybody Trades Podcast. And happy Thanksgiving. You know what? I love this holiday. Because it's just, it's all about, frankly, just, just like you say, giving thanks being with your family and friends and just delighting and everything that makes our modern-day American lives great, quite frankly. It's not about running around and trying to get silly presents for people that they probably don't need at this point, let's be honest, and just all of the silliness involved with that. And I also like that it's more adult-centric, too, because I'm no longer a silly child that needs people to buy things for me. So I'm actually a gigantic fan of Thanksgiving, and I really hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving as well. So what am I here to talk about today? Well, frankly, I'm here to talk about why I love people. And why is that? Well, once again, it's Thanksgiving. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'd like to start with why I actually am thankful for all of the great people who've lived in the world of all time. And the reason I'm doing that also, not just because of the calendar, but because often, frankly, I'm guilty of being frustrated by human nature, as I'm sure many people often are. But you know what? Before, just to put a little little finer point on that, why don't we go back in time just a few decades to something called the Milgram Authority Experiment, the Obedience to Authority Experiment. And I think that'll explain one reason why I'm maybe not that big of a fan of human nature, but don't worry, this is be a quick negative before we bring it back to the positive. So just to set up the experiment, there's a man named Stanley Milgram who became interested in basically what happened in Nazi Germany for the most part and, and other authoritarian figures, how they were able to get seemingly normal people in great numbers to do bad things that they otherwise wouldn't have done. So this man became very interested with this particular aspect of human psychology. And here's basically what he did. He set up an experiment. He put out in the in the newspaper, he put out an ad asking people, he would pay them $15, whatever it was, to come in and do an experiment. Basically, they these people were falsely told that this was an experiment about memory and that the people that some of the people would be reading the questions and the other people would be trying to answer the questions based on memory and then later on the subjects find out the ones who are administering the questions find out that there's another side to this as well and that there's a negative side to the questions not being answered correctly and that in fact The giver of the questions is to shock the person, give the person a shock with just a push of a button. In each each subsequent incorrect answer, the voltage of the shock goes up. Now, the secret here is nobody's actually being electrocuted. The people who are on the other side of the glass, on the other side of this experiment, as it were, they're in on it. They're just acting. They're pretending like they're being electrocuted. But the person flipping the switch... They don't know this. And what exactly did that sound like? Well, let's find out. 
cloud. Horse, rock, house. Answer. Wrong. 150 volts. Answer, horse. Oh. Experiment. That's all. Get me out of here. Get me out of here, please. Continue, please. Go right on. I refuse to go on. Let me out. The experiment requires you continue, teacher. Please continue. Now, notice that the person, he says, continue, teacher, there at the end. This is not a young man. This is not an 18-year-old person. And it's certainly a man of some education, too. He's a, he's a teacher. He's literally an educator. He's a, from what I could tell, he's a man, he's a middle-aged man, probably of about 50 years old or so. And clearly he is of some moral mind. You can hear his questioning. He's going, oh, wait a minute, why, I don't want to hurt this guy. But ultimately, let's see if he does conform to the authority figure more than his own sense of morality. You're going to get a shot, 180 volts. Two-thirds of volunteers were prepared to administer a potentially fatal electric shock when encouraged to do so by what they perceived as a legitimate authority figure. In this case, a man in a white coat. 375 volts. I think something's happened to that fall in there. I don't get no answer. He was hollering with less voltage. Can't you check in to see if he's all right, please? Now, again, the truly fascinating part here is not that the guy actually electrocutes, quote-unquote, again, and this isn't a real electrocution. This is all a psychological experiment on the man to see how far he will go how far he will push his own sense of guilt and immorality in the face of an authority figure. See, essentially, you've got a guy in a white coat who absolves the man of responsibility and says, I take responsibility. I'm the one who's responsible for this man. So in other words, if this guy actually dies, as this teacher is apparently afraid that he will, he still seems more willing to go along with the experiment, with the authority figure, than he is his own sense of right and wrong. And that particular mob mentality coupled with that obedience to authority is something that frankly frightens me about human nature. It really does. But we're going to bring this around to something positive, if you just give me a little time here. But first of all, I just want to say, for all the things that human beings annoy us about, or at least me in particular, their warlike nature, their obedience to just obviously authority and just not only, not only that, but the popular thing, the, the Drake music of the world. Does anybody honestly like Drake music? Can we just talk about that for a second? Does anybody sit around in their house and listen to Drake by themselves with the lights off and the headphones going? I find that hard to believe, at least not for very often. Now, why did I bring up Drake music? Because it's, again, it's this large group of people that annoy me, but then I have to stop myself. I have to really stop myself because guess what? As a 35-year-old man in 2018 America, and if you're listening to this podcast right now, 
historically, we've got it made. And a reason for that is because of all of the incredible things that have been invented by human beings who are not you and me. From the steam engine to electricity to modern dentistry. I mean, you know, human beings have been practicing dentistry for thousands of years, but nobody figured out the x-ray, for instance, until the very late 1800s. Imagine how much luckier everybody else who had tooth afflictions is who was born after that point. You want to talk about privilege? That's something I call time privilege. All of us are privileged to be in this time as opposed to a a previous time, particularly hundreds and thousands of years ago. We're all privileged to have been born in a time where the transistor was invented, where the printing press was invented, where the radio was invented, where the podcast was invented, where possibly one of the greatest things of all time, the vaccine, was invented, which has saved us from untold amounts of death and suffering by our kids and our family and our friends. And then the airplane, the train, the automobile has created untold amounts of wealth and goodness and great outcomes for so many people in this world. And I just want us to all, including myself, to be really careful. Just to take a moment to give thanks to all of the brilliant people in this world who have taken chances with their own time, money, and lives, their very lives they have taken and used in order not maybe for their own self-interest, of course. Of course, I'm sure Henry Ford wanted to invent the car for his own interests. I'm sure the Wright brothers had their own self-interests, as we all do. But the bottom line is we all benefit, every single one of us. And not just Americans. It's not as though just Americans are the ones who were, or North Carolinians were the ones who benefited from the plane, no, all of us did. All of humanity has benefited from this incredible innovation. Frankly, I'm seeing an entire culture that is now based upon not being grateful for what we have in this day and age. And in fact, saying this day and age is what we have, all of this wealth, all of these great advances, they're totally unsustainable. And in fact, there's this huge idea, this huge movement of people who have taken this this notion of an inevitable decline, an inevitable destruction of humanity has gone so far as to say that our only chance is to colonize Mars. Yes, to literally take a gigantic swath of humanity and make Mars like Earth. I just want to say I've heard possibly no kookier notion than that. Forget about the whole idea of just the logistics of getting to mars and enough people to mars to actually and then to change a place that is colder than antarctica i mean read bill nye in the usa today bill nye the science guy had a thing where basically he said hey with all due respect to you mars people are you high he said that's about as nice as i can say it and i'm with bill nye on this as he pointed out this place is nobody lives in antarctica permanently do we think we're going to live in Mars permanently where there's nothing to eat, nothing to breathe, virtually no water whatsoever. Um, Should I go on? The point is the idea that anybody would, much less a large group of people, would fall into this notion shows me that there are a lot of ungrateful people out there. 
a lot of people that seem to buy into this notion that whatever we have, it's got to be too good to be true, and we're all going to collapse and die under the weight of our own success, wealth, and frankly, good times. And I just reject this notion fully because there have been people for decades now who have said that prominent people like Paul Ehrlich, who are still in academia, who have said for decades that, no, we're all going to, the more people there are, we're going to run out of stuff, basically. Essentially, we're, we're growing too fast as a population, as a population of human beings on this planet, and eventually we're going to run out of stuff and we're all going to die. Well, the reality has shown that it's actually been the opposite. While, yes, there are more people, in fact, there's probably twice as many people today as there was at the beginning of the 20th century, yet we're all demonstrably, obviously, way more than twice as overall, more than twice as wealthy. I mean, that's not even, we're exponentially more wealthy. So standard math can't even cover it. Standard arithmetic, like on your hands, you're not even going to be able to count it. The bottom line is, if you want to go to Mars, go right ahead. I'm going to be staying here on Earth and trying to figure it out with all the other smart people who are, frankly, much more innovative than I am. I've invented nothing. So I'm just going to stay here with all the people on Earth who are apparently really smart engineers and of different other talents, and I'm just going to stay with them, and I think we'll all try to figure it out together. In fact, I'll work for them if necessary, if they'll have me. That sounds like a much better plan than hauling up my family and moving to an ice planet, essentially, that has no air and no food. So with that, enjoy Earth on this Thanksgiving. Because, you know what, it's a pretty great place when you get down to it for all of the messed up things that we like to do to each other on this planet. You know, the bottom line is the overall trend, even if we're you could even say we've dipped in the last 10, 20 years, if you want to. I would, I could argue against that. Certainly in terms of world war, if you will, we're not trending in the right direction. But you know what? Overall, the trend of humanity is better, even when we have our blips in the road. So let's just understand what makes us great. And it's the freedom to innovate, the freedom to save our own money, our own earnings, and to then put that into something that may not pay off at all, that quite likely won't pay off statistically if you look at the amount of people who try to start a new restaurant, much less invent the airplane or invent something else. I mean, we've all seen the crazy airplanes from the turn of the century before the Wright brothers got it right, no pun intended. Once again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed everybody trades, and I just want to say I'm thankful for every one of you who listens to this thing. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. And gobble gobble giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.